0: One of my favourite things is um, going to the cinema and uh, I I don't want to be late because I don't want to miss the trailers. You know the bit at the beginning that tells you what's to come. And I remember many years ago being on the underground and there was a bomb alert and the driver said everybody get off the train. And my first instinct was if I get off the train, I'm gonna miss the trailers. And then he said, it's okay, get back on the train. And then he said, get off the train. And I thought, make up your mind, I don't want to miss the trailers. So that's a little bit of a dysfunctional way of wanting to see miss, not miss anything. Because the trailer, the trailer gives you a glimpse. The, those little one-minute Trailers tell you about the movie and they tell you about what's to come. They give you an insight. They whet your appetite. They cause you to anticipate. Do you know that the whole Old Testament is actually about the heart of Jesus? Jesus said that. You you look at the scriptures to find me. Actually, all the scriptures are pointing to me. And So I want to read some bits from Hebrews which express something of Jesus' heart. So we're in Hebrews chapter 5 and really carrying on from what Tim looked at last week it says, for every high priest this is chapter 5 and verse 1 for every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins he can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is beset with weakness. The Old Testament priest system was meant to be a glimpse and an insight into what was to come. It was meant to give us a glimpse, a shadow, a picture of what Jesus would do as the great high priest. The priest in the Old Testament was meant to stand with the people. To serve the people, to be one with the people, to be a gift and provision from God, to stand with people, to show gentleness to people, to be a provision from God for the weakness of people. The priest in the Old Testament was meant to deal gently with people because the priest in the Old Testament was one of the people. And it goes on in that verse to say, as one of the people, he himself had to offer sacrifices for his own sins. And in Hebrews 5, it says that the high priest was given by God, but actually was sinfully weak. In other words, the high priest in the Old Testament sometimes disappointed people. Sometimes the Old Testament priest wasn't gentle with people, because in the Old Testament, the... The old covenant, the old way of dealing with God, the priest was sinfully weak. In other words, the high priest, who was one with the people, was in the same pit as the people, struggling himself with weaknesses and sins. So they often disappointed. They often failed badly. They were limited. They were imperfect. And they were inadequate. Hebrews chapter 4 says that Jesus is our great high priest. And in chapter 4 it says in verse 15 he was tempted in every way just as us but but he never sinned. And so in this part of our series looking at the heart of Jesus we want to understand that these verses in Hebrews that he can deal gently with us. Jesus Christ can deal gently with us because whilst Jesus Christ never sinned, he was himself beset with the weaknesses of being a fully human being and God at the same time. The Old Testament priest was pointing to something. The great high priest, Jesus, who would stand with people whose heart would be Uh, Gentle, He can deal gently with the ignorant and the wayward since he himself was beset with weakness. Jesus understands from experience, first-hand experience, what it is to be human. Jesus was the God-man. He understands what it is to be human. But because it says he never sinned, And he never fell. And he never failed. Jesus Christ is the great high priest. Because his heart never experienced the thing that sin does. You know when we miss it. When we say what we shouldn't say. And we act like we shouldn't act. And we behave like we don't want to behave. And we don't do what we want to do. Jesus resisted that completely. So Jesus... He never ever suffered from self-absorption. You ever done that, got it wrong, and you turn in on yourself and you beat yourself up? Jesus never did that because though he was beset with weakness as being a man, he never sinned. He never ever was in a place where he was self-pitying because of his behavior, so he never disappointed people. Jesus, unlike the high priests in the Old Testament, he never did evil. He never acted selfishly. Jesus never did anything politically to kind of manipulate things for his own good. That's why he's the great high priest. And Jesus was never harsh with people. One with people, one with us, but never ever in a position of being self-pitied, self-absorbed. So he was always approachable and he was always gentle. That's why you can see all through the Bible, all through the New Testament, Jesus is so approachable in his heart. You see broken people, weak people, suffering people, sick people, and they're all able to come to Jesus because Jesus is completely able to be gentle with people. The woman, do you remember just a couple of stories? There was a woman who got caught in the very act of adultery. And Jesus said, let who, he who is perfect cast the first stone. Or Jesus with the woman at the well. And she went away feeling, well, this is someone who could tell me everything I've ever done. He was like a lamb with the weak and the suffering and those who are experiencing what it's like to be a human being. But Jesus could also be like a lion (laughs) with the proud and the religious and those who stopped other people coming to him. So Jesus is the same yesterday, he's the same today and he's the same forever. So Jesus, he can deal gently with you and me when we're ignorant and when we're willful or wayward and he's the same now. And that's why I wanna talk briefly about that Jesus Christ can be gentle with us. He's the same as he was on earth, as he now is in heaven. Sometimes when, sometimes our relationship with God can be so much dependent upon our own performance or our own motivation Sometimes when we really, really struggle, and we really get it wrong, and we find that the reason we're really struggling and really finding life difficult is because what we did was unintentional, how many of you can forgive yourself and think Jesus forgives you when it was an accident, when you didn't know? Like, say for example, you park your car in a place, and you get a 70 pound fine and it was an accident. You didn't know. It's easy to go home to your family and say, I got a fine because I didn't know. It was an accident, I wasn't being willful. How many of you feel differently when you know? You knew you would get a fine and you still park there. How more difficult it is then to tell other people. And so it says, he can deal gently with the ignorant and the wayward. What does that mean? He can deal gently when we get things wrong that were unintentional. When we didn't realise. When we made a mistake. And we weren't trying in our behaviour or our words to get it wrong. Jesus can deal gently with the things that we do that were unintentional. But Jesus also can deal gently with us when the thing we do is deliberate, rebellious, intentional, and willful. When the thing that we do is, we know it's the wrong thing to do and we do it anyway. We knew it was the wrong thing to say and we said it anyway. We knew it was the right thing to do but we refused to do it. When we're willful. Jesus can be gentle with us when we willfully do what we do and we knew better than doing it, when we do it on purpose, when we're deliberately stubborn, when we're deliberately rebellious, when we knew better but we still did it. You know, when we do things on purpose, when we willfully do something on purpose, we can feel more and more alone more and more in isolation. We feel hopeless, despair and discouragement. I got myself in this mess and I knew better. And we think that God wouldn't want us. God wouldn't be interested in us. We're angry with ourselves. We're angry with the world. We think we got what we deserve and no one's gonna give me any grace. That's when we realise that our confidence is in our own performance and not in the heart of Jesus. Jesus' heart is this, he can deal gently with the ignorant and the wayward. He can deal gently with us when it's on purpose or when it's deliberate. No matter what, he deals gently. Whatever the root cause of something is, you'll find Jesus is exactly the same regardless and jesus isn't this way because he's just relaxed he's just so relaxed nothing really bothers him or jesus has got really liberal so jesus doesn't really he doesn't really care anymore about right and wrong or god is somehow mellowed over the years actually jesus sees beyond our self-awareness Jesus sees that sometimes we say, I didn't know what I was doing, and he says, I know you know what you were doing. We think sometimes we were ignorant, actually, we were willful, and he sees it. We see the tip of the iceberg sometimes of our attitudes and behaviors and motivation. Jesus sees the whole heart. He sees the whole heart. If, 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 if sin or behaviour that we know is wrong was blue paint, our words would splatter blue so many places. We'd have blue handprints everywhere. We'd leave blue trails all over the place on our friendships, on our relationships, on our marriage, on our kids, on our money, on our jobs. It would be everywhere, and Jesus sees it all. And he says, but I can deal gently with the ignorant. Ignorant. I didn't know I was splashing blue paint everywhere, Jesus. I didn't know my words were so powerful and I was hurting people. I was ignorant. Or I knew my words. I went out. I was angry. I was bitter. I wanted to hurt them. I went out to hurt them. I was unforgiving. He sees it all. He sees it all. His gentleness, his self-restraint, flows from the reality that the heart of Jesus Christ is tender. Gentleness is in Jesus because gentleness is who Jesus is. We have a friend who is able to give us what we need. His gentleness soothes us. A friend of mine worked with Uh, prisoners who had committed murder and he said this that the only time the murderer ever felt peace was in the moment between sleep and waking when they didn't know where they were when they couldn't remember they felt no guilt they felt forgiven and normal and until they realized where they were and what they had done their willful act, their ignorant act. And Jesus says, come to me, I know how to deal with you. His gentleness deals honestly with our failure. For the believer, it's not that our failures and our behaviors and our words are swept under the carpet. It's that judgment for the believer has already happened. 2,000 years ago on the cross. And he can deal gently and calmly and soothe us. Takes us away from beating ourselves up and our isolation and our self-punishment and thinking, I will do better in the future. And he says, no, stop your striving. Come to me, I'm gonna reduce your pain and I'm gonna reduce your discomfort through my gentleness. He refreshes us, he relieves us. Because he says, I see it and I still choose to be gentle with you. So whatever our condition, whether the things that are messing up our lives are through our own ignorance, we just didn't know or we're realising now, or that we were just rebellious, Jesus deals identically with the two. I want to read you a little bit from this book, Gentle and Lowly, that this series is, is based on. And it's just a beautiful reminder of where we fix Our eyes. Page 57. Dear friends, this can be a decision this morning about where you fix your attention. As long as you fix your attention on your sin, sin, those things, those behaviours, those words, those actions, those deeds, as long as you fix your attention on the things you've got wrong, you will fail to see how you can be safe But as long as you look at this high priest, Jesus, this great high priest, you will fail to see how you can be in danger. Looking inside ourselves, we anticipate only harshness from heaven. Looking out to Jesus, we anticipate only Jesus, only gentleness. So the thing to go away from this morning is this. Don't look at yourself. Don't look at your performance. Don't look at the things that you think you're gonna try and do better. Don't beat yourself up and be ultra harsh and self-critical. Don't justify yourself and say I just didn't know or be ultra punishing because you did know and you knew you knew. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Enjoy Jesus. Come to Jesus and enjoy his gentleness. He knows how to deal with us because he's been where we've been, walked where we've walked, and he overcame. He is beautiful and gentle and kind. So Lord Jesus, I pray that by your spirit now, we would believe what you say about yourselves and that we would enjoy your gentleness and we would find soothing and relief And refreshing as we fix our eyes on you and not on ourselves and not on our behaviour. Amen.